six of dancing. It's 20 to 11 at Radio 3, and we're going to go racing now. A bit of the horses. And, of course, uh, until recently, we um, were updated very regularly by uh, Bill Nader from the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Well, Bill has uh, luckily found himself a new role in California. Congratulations and uh, good news for him. And I'm very pleased to say uh, that we're joined this morning by uh, the Director of Racing at the Hong Kong Jockey Club, Andrew Harding. Andrew, uh, welcome to Radio 3. Thanks, James. Um, hello to you. Hello to your listeners. Nice to, ha- nice to have you on. And uh, even though you're new to talking to us on the radio, you've been around a while at the uh, Jockey Club, about 10 years, I think, right? Yes, I have, James. Yes, I've got some age on me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, Bill's been um, sort of always always enjoyed doing these chats and uh, he said to me before he left um, would I like to take it on and I said absolutely great um, well well we're very pleased to have you on board and uh, um, you know it would be uh, very uh, useful for us to hear uh, much more uh, from your experience of, of racing and uh, I guess you know we're full on in the season at the moment I guess what we're two three months into the season how are, how are things going so far would you say uh, look they're going extraordinarily well um, I think um, I speak for everyone when I say that um, you know uh, life is uh, uh, is is uh, is something that we're enjoying again in terms of being able to um, sort of uh, enjoy things like going to the races, um, and we certainly see that in terms of um, the, the growing attendances as we're able to safely within the the sensible guidelines and, and rules that are set by the government uh, as we gradually increase the number of people who come on course. We see the atmosphere building. Um, and it's uh, it, it's really marvellous to see. This season so far, we've seen some really exciting young horses burst onto the scene, and we've also added um, some uh, really uh, quite sort of uh, stellar, uh, it's not an exaggeration to use, uh, names in terms of the jockeys' ranks. Uh, right. Most recently, Hugh Bowman, of course, uh, is immortalised because of his partnership with the Great Winks, um, four-time winner of the WS Cox Plate uh, and a winner himself of uh, something more than 100 Group 1 races. He's been licensed by a licensing committee for a three-month stint and we will see him ride for the first time under this contract um, on Sunday, which so we're looking forward to. He's from Australia, right, is he? He is indeed, yes, yes. Sydney-based. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, And he rode here, I think, James, in 2014 uh, on, a, on a short-time licence and, of course, has ridden here um, at uh, the premier days as a visiting rider, but this mm. is the first time he's been licensed for a for for a, a, a three month period um, uh, since uh, yeah I think 2014. So we're we're very pleased to welcome him uh, to the ranks of the of the great jockeys that we have here. And you know, I guess I guess you you look to bring in jockeys from around the world. How do you balance that sort of local and international jockeys? What, what's the mix? What's the formula? Would you say? Look, um, it's very important to us to, to strike just what you've said, James, which is a mix. And um, it's in our DNA to uh, to invest in development. And so the ranks of the local jockeys are exceptionally strong. I mean, the, the names such as Vincent Ho, Matthew Chadwick, Matthew mm. Poon, Jerry Chow. Um, and we see this in terms of the, the international attention that a rider like Vincent Ho now garners being given the confidence by overseas connections, the Japanese, to, to ride um, their top horses uh, and competing in what is, let's, let's, let's face it, one of the most competitive jockeys' rooms in the world. 
um, Hong Kong. So these local riders do extraordinarily well. And we add to that mix um, uh, the, the blend of riders from overseas, and we want to achieve that blend. Again, in terms of the DNA of Hong Kong racing, it's international. Um, uh, we don't want a concentration of one country. Uh, and so we see French, uh, Brazilian, uh, some Australian, South African uh, riders, uh, uh, Harry Bentley from the UK. Um, so it's a, it's, it is a truly uh, international flavour, the, the bench we have, and each and every one of them uh, is world-class. And how does that mix with, um, you know, similarly with uh, with trainers, with uh, with horses? Again, you've got a balance on, on both of those as well, I suppose. It, it's mirrored. It's mirrored, James. Um, we, we invest in, in, in local talent development. And if you see at the moment, Frankie Law, um, the extraordinary success, success he is again achieving this season um, uh, after last season's fantastic success. And, um, and you, one goes through the... Uh, through the, the leaderboard uh, for this season so far from last season. Again, it's a mix. We have, uh, we've just added um, this year, Jamie Richards. Jamie, um, uh, New Zealand champion trainer, multiple occasions, um, an exciting young talent. Um, and at the same time, or f- in terms of this season, the same, at the same time, we've licensed Piet Ng, uh, who was uh, an assistant trainer um, uh, in the ranks. Uh, and... Uh, he also has jumped out of the gates very cleanly and is is doing it extraordinarily well. So again, it's a balance: um, the best from overseas um, and the exciting young talent that we have here. Now, where do we stand at the moment? Um, what, what what number of race are we up to in the in the season? What are we are we twenty races in yet? Um, this is uh, this will be uh, meeting twenty mm. on uh, on Sunday, uh, indeed, um, and uh, it's going it's pretty exciting. Uh, because uh, we have the, the jockey club races, which of course tell us a lot about the local runners that will compete um, on Hong Kong International Races Day on the 11th of December, and we see uh, in the th- th- over three of the distances that will be raced on the, on uh, the 11th, um, uh, the, the sprint, the mile, and the cup. Um, we we're going to have a great day of racing. If you take the the uh, the sprint, the first race on the card, mm. in terms of uh, the Group Two races, we'll, we see uh, Wellington step out again, um, and um, uh, at his last run, uh, very dominant. Um, and um, Frank, the, the what we had seen of that horse in terms of um, winning the Chairman Sprint Prize in April, uh, and, and that will be uh, an exceptionally strong race. And of course, Richard Gibson, who trains that that horse, also has quarter step six in the race, and we see other sort of. Uh, uh, very strong horses. So Wellington, uh, Wellington's got a strong, strong track record so far, yeah. Oh, indeed, he has partnered with Alexi Bedell, the, the French rider. Um, he's, I think, uh, so far garnered something like forty-two million, uh, three Group Ones, two Group Twos, um, and um, uh, Richard certainly um, has uh, the horse running at its absolute peak. So right. um, that that will be a, a cracking race, and then we we lead into the. Uh, the mile, which of course uh, is so terribly exciting because it means that we will see for the first time since his fantastic success in April, Golden 60, mm. uh, step step out. And uh, this race will be... Oh, he hasn't uh, run since will... since April? No, no. Oh, no. I mean, goodness. Um, he ran a barrier trial mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago um, on a sort of a, a rain-affected... The, the rain affected or weather track, and so it didn't really tell us a lot. Vincent said um, that um, he uh, 
he felt really good, uh, but uh, should have been kept him away from the horses to avoid kickback. So that the mm. trial doesn't tell us very much, but Vincent uh, felt the horse was extraordinarily good. Um, and um, it, it is just so exciting uh, to see him um, uh, uh, back racing. Um, and, of course, uh, amongst the, the, the significant sort of opposition he'll face, we'll see this great contest with between Golden 60 and the younger horse, California California Spangle. Um, of course, um, very exciting. Uh, placed second in the BMW um, earlier this year. Has, has won a Group 2 and a Group 3 race already this season. Uh, so he's race fit um, and um, it will be sort of game on again because, of course, um, in terms of the FW Champions Mile in April, which was Golden 60's last race, um, he uh, it was uh, California Spangle that placed second. Uh, so California, California so, Spangle is one to watch, right? Absolutely, the up-and-comer. So this is um, uh, this is the, the champion against the challenger. Um, this, this, this is some race. Uh, and um, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then, of course, we have um, uh, the cup race uh, in which, uh, again, uh, the opportunity to see uh, a, a sort of uh, uh, already something of a, a Hong Kong legend uh, for the first time uh, racing since since April, Romantic Warrior, um, the horse, which, interestingly, uh, is a horse that the club itself bought. So this is one of our ISGs, what we call ISGs, we a small number of horses we buy ourselves each year right. uh, from from around the world, and then we conduct a sale um, of about twenty twenty five lots, um, bid on by owners, and then um, uh, and then it goes into the stables. And so this is a horse that uh, was was identified for us by um, a name that's also familiar, uh, Michael Canane, uh, the great Irish jockey, now retired, and he works for us as a as an expert in terms of sourcing uh, horses for our Hong Kong international sale. So this is a graduate of our sale um, and, um, of course, uh, uh, won the BMW Hong Kong Derby uh, this year and um, and then followed up to win the FWD Queen Elizabeth II Cup. Uh, and so uh, this is the first occasion upon which we'll see uh, him race since then. Uh, ran an impressive trial uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so that um, that will be a very very exciting race as well. So when you acquire horses, when the jockey club acquires horses, you acquire them to sell them, or you acquire to keep them in house and train them and run them, or how how does that work? The objective here, James, is to um, is is to complement what um, owners are able to to do using their trainers and using agents that they've connect they've made connections with. It's it's a it, it, it's niche. I mean, in terms of the t- entire horse population, we you know we have something between twelve fifty and thirteen hundred horses. We mm-hmm. this sale only represents each year maybe twenty, maybe twenty five horses. Right. And what what we're attempting to do here is to is to provide a service to owners by um, by 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 sourcing horses ourselves that that we then uh, we bring in. So in terms of their preparation. Um, from the time they're bought as a yearling, the, the preparation that they undertake in terms of their pre-training, uh, consigning them, bringing them here, um, and then putting them on sale. It's, uh, it, there's an advantage to, to the, to the owner. For example, a first time owner, mm. um, he or she doesn't need to go through that process. Um, sure. And it's an opportunity for us also to, uh, we, we think, um, find horses that, uh, that, that might have some, some, some precocious ability and, um, Romantic Warrior certainly fits that bill. Looking for um, the special uh, horses, right? 
We try to. We try to. It's a, we know it's a it, it, it's very difficult. But um, the team sure. that we have now, so we we sort of we have two teams working under Danny Ralston, who's just joined us from New Zealand Bloodstock. Danny himself is a is a career long expert, uh, rode himself uh, and uh, ran the New Zealand Bloodstock sales, and the team under him, in Michael Canane, in uh, in Europe, uh, in Australia, Craig Runciful, and then we've got. Uh, a very excellent set of arrangements in terms of the the farms that we use and the and the personnel. So in Australia, Tim Boland, um, uh, equestrian champion, uh, show jumping. He um, uh, he prepares our horses there, and then we have very good arrangements um, in the UK as well. So there's a lot involved in that, which sure. we were able to, to do. Um, that you know that r- removes the need for for an owner or a trainer to to take on all of that. You mentioned it briefly in passing. December the 11th is uh, Hong Kong International Races. Tell us a bit more about um, how that's shaping up. Look, um, as I said, the, we're all excited. I mean, it, it, there's nothing like hearing the, the roar of the crowd, is there, mm. um, at any sporting contest. And it's, it's especially important at a race meeting. And there's nothing like the roar of the crowd at Sha Tin or at Happy Valley. Um, and um, uh, we last last Wednesday uh, a, a really great atmosphere, a lot of people on course. Mm. Next Wednesday we will have live music for the first time. Oh right, uh, in, great. In, in, in the in the beer garden, uh, mm. DJ and some music and maybe some uh, a singer towards the end. And then progressively we we'll build up our sort of capability in terms of the number of people that we welcome on course uh, to what will be a, a sort of an outstanding IJC. The, International Jockeys Championship at Happy Valley uh, on the Wednesday night, um, and then on the uh, the eleventh Hong Kong International Races, and um, we, we're able to table, we're able to continue to run this sort of marquee international event and the IJC through throughout the pandemic with the great support of the government. Um, uh, but this will be special because we will be able to welcome the owners of the horses. Uh, more of the trainers will be able to come themselves. Uh, and we'll have more fans on track. So all of those things are ingredients that will make this truly special. And and we, we see already that we, uh, in terms of the, the number of horses, uh, I think it'll be something around 20, 21. We'll have an Australian horse uh, for the first time in five years, uh, potentially a horse from Singapore, and, of course, a very strong contingent. Um, it's become sort of just the, the norm now that we have a very strong contingent from Japan and we'll also have runners from uh, Great Britain, Ireland, uh, France, and Germany. So, um, uh, and if one looks to um, uh, the, the 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 confirmed acceptances, uh, this is going to be a fantastic contest of uh, the best of our local talent against the best from around the world. Just take one race, the Vars. We've got Glory Vars from uh, from uh, Japan coming back to to attempt to win the race for a third time, and then across uh, the other three races as well. Some some of the best horses. Uh, from each of those major racing jurisdictions, so it's it's James, it, it's shaping up to be um, uh, to be uh, an exhilarating day. Something to look forward to. Uh, the Hong Kong International Races on December the 11th. Andrew Harding is director of racing at the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Andrew, uh, it's been nice having you on for the first time, and we look forward to speaking to you in the uh, in the near future. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. It's been a, been a pleasure, James. Thank you.